Whoa, this is crazy. I just read on here that Weird Al Yankovic just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And furthermore, it happened today. I didn't know that. Here, this is a, a little speech that uh, that he did that was recorded. Here's on the it's on Variety, the Variety Twitter. Here we go. It's, let's see if this how this comes through. This is one minute of me ordering a pizza from Little Caesars. I'll take a pepperoni and a cheese. Alrighty. So one pepper and one cheese, or both are they just, or both pepperoni and cheese? One, one pepperoni, one cheese. Okay. Yeah. And then, did you want to do them classics or extra specialties? Uh, classics, whatever's easiest. Alrighty. So I want to say it's going to be about 12 to 15 minutes right now. Okay. Folks, we are here at the uh, Hey, Gustavo. Hey, nice to meet you. This is Gustavo. Hey, Gustavo. Gustavo and I work together doing sound. I like telling everyone. What? Doing sound? You did sound? We do sound together. He's a sound engineer. Very genius. Oh. He's the uh, keyboardist for Yachtly Crew, Gustavo. Oh, really? Amongst other things, of course. You know about Yachtly Crew? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, thanks for checking it out. He's an excellent Hey, man. Hi. Nice to meet you. Hey. You're on his podcast. Yeah. Doing a pre-show pre podcast. Fuck. All right. Hey, follow me on. Yeah, where do you want people to follow Are we really doing a podcast right now? Yeah, it's happening. Hey, guys. It's at the real CJ Kelly, K-E-L-E-Y on Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, you can. I'd recommend not doing that, though. No, follow. He's very funny. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Craig. Craig's very funny. So disregard everything you said. No, no, no. great CJ Kelly. We can go outside. Let's do it. do a little tour. Yeah, take us on a tour. Gustavo, protect us from the bad guys. Oh, we're out on the patio. Yeah, this is where I didn't even know this existed. This is a new addition to the haha. I love telling it. Dude, you can put on one-man shows up here. No, it's a, well, it's tonight a you're, in a, in a sense, doing a one-man show. Uh, for for about moments. six and a half minutes, yeah. I'll do a, a one-man show. Yeah. Let's go. Let's, let's show me a tour. Show me a tour. And also then give me one. So we're out here at the haha. Uh, that's Wildebeest. Corey. Nice to meet you. 
There's another Cory Cory too. Hey, Very funny. Very good. Yeah. Nice to meet you. So we're, wow, so we're we're out here in the. Uh, I figured this is Callahan Welch, absolute genius. Hey man, no, leading the pack. That's not true. Leading nice to meet you. I hope you do your whole show wearing that thing around your neck. When I saw you walk in, I'm like, that's his that's his thing right there. The guy who just got off the airplane. Oh, he's he's he lives. <laughs> All of his jokes are airplane jokes. He lives That'd be it. great. He lives, lives it. it. He lives He's it. He's absolute genius. He lives comfortability. Proud to, to share the stage. No, 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 no. Uh, it also looks like a good flotation device too. Just to be honest with you. <laughs> yes, there it, it is. It <laughs> drown. That'll save you from drowning this on is stage. A flood in North Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> flood in North He's, Hollywood. He's saved. The rest of us were screwed. Some people get killed on stage. Others just uh, drown. <laughs> drown in their own. I heard about Failure. that the other day that people a lot of times like comedians will always use the analogy of like dying on stage. There's a lot of yeah, death no, analogies. Yeah, that, that, no, that's a famous or dude, you just killed yes, it. Yes, you know? it's a famous comparison. It's always violent. There's mm. a violent undertone to comedy in terms of I killed that hit. Oh yeah, uh, I Ooh. died. Wow. Uh, they died. Everyone died. Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> grenade. I threw Everyone a grenade died. at the. Uh, oh it's yeah. It's yeah. it's a horribly uh, I plunderous, that one. plunderous I uh, that one. language in that regard. Very plunderous. And, uh, very plunderous. Uh, it's. It can be that volatile. Uh-huh. If you were watching the open mic, we, the open mic went three hours tonight, which is hell long. Usually it doesn't do that. No, usually it goes about two, two and a half. Uh, a lot of comics, and sometimes they do ten minute sets, and a lot of times. It's whoever's got ten dollars. Just whoever's got ten dollars. Hey, look! Uh, <laughs> should I throw those ten dollars in the street? No, can come yeah. in here for ten dollars and yeah. be a crazy person on stage. For yeah, $10. and be tonight's special guest. You take, be the you take Visa? Great! Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay for this ten dollars in five years with a with twelve percent interest. Yeah, you know, yeah. Great, great. Thank you for so much for the insanity <laughs> now, and everyone else has to pay for it later. So, were you at the open mic? I did the open mic. And oh, so I, I must warm you up. They warm me up. Thank you. I appreciate it. Handed a notebook. It's very I love it. public speaking. Oh, on. that's perfect. Yeah, Were you reading that on the plane? <laughs> <laughs> that, yes, that's that's the, right. The, he just gave, gave, showed us a glimpse of his genius. That's what he did. Oh, my God. Thank God for that. Yeah. You never really see the inner workings. What goes no, on you don't. You don't. You're getting a, a great the behind, man behind the, the curtain just showed me his work. It's a big curtain. It's a big curtain. It's an iron curtain. How he makes the machine work. <laughs> it's a big iron curtain. It's an iron curtain. Um, I don't know. Uh, wh- wh- so where do you yes. think they came up with that language? Killed. I, you know, that's. Uh, I that. think it's from vaudeville. Actually, I think it's. Oh. It, it goes all the way. Because if you didn't do good, the mafia yes. would put you well, out. Well, no. I mean, if you think about it, like in vaudeville and pre-vaudeville, it was just, you know, essentially stand-up comedy as we know it didn't exist. Ah. It was just one-liner, 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 stripper, 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 burlesque, burlesque. burlesque. Oh, Usually, stand-up started off as a, as as an in-between for the burlesque and for the strippers. Oh wow! During prohibition and even pre-prohibition, but then in vaudeville, they kind of it, it emulsified a little bit and turned into uh, the preconception of what of what uh, modern stand-up is. But you had people like Groucho and the Marx Brothers. You had. You had everyone and anyone that became famous in the 30s and 40s doing a live show known as vaudeville uh, in the 20s and 30s and so on. So I think a lot of it came from that because back in those days, you were dealing, you know, you were doing a, a prohibition set in front of mafia, in front of God knows what, who wanted a free, who wanted a drink, which was illegal. So you had to know your shit and you had to just be brave enough to not die. 
So I think that a lot of the language and a lot of the custom and a lot of the process out of that came from that mentality of, Jesus, I didn't get killed up there. Interesting. And, so and actually, I killed them instead of them killing ooh, me. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. What a great way of doing I it. I think that that's my theory. Wow, and that's, they got them first. Because I've been hearing first. that that those terms and euphemisms about comedy for as long as I've I've heard about it and as long as I've seen it. So That's actually a good way of putting it. It's like they're always on the tightrope. There's exactly. always, you know, you put your toe... You got one foot in the comedy, one foot in the tragedy. How do we make it How nice and balanced it? in between? And I think there's a lot, lot to that. And I think, uh, uh, I guess too, like with court jesters, I, I, right? I, I, right? I think so. the, well, I, did yeah. those guys have to make I sure think, the king uh, laughed or they died? They got their I think, heads chopped. I think so. I think there is definitely a, a side to it in terms of medieval. Mm. Um, yeah, the court jester had had free reign in theory, had run of the castle in theory. Weren't you saying and, saying before you were talking on the on? Uh, on the show before that the, the, the I think you were the one who said this to me if it not well at least I'm giving you credit the jo- the joker the jester was the only one who actually could make fun of the king he was the only one that, allowed in theory I, I from the stories that I read I don't know too much about it in terms of history but from what we've been told from what I've studied the gesture the jester was sort of created as an outgrowth of commentary and social I believe that they were known within the town or something like that and then they got a job, or they were brought into the royal. And my guess is they started off in in the provinces, right? So you didn't go directly to the king or anything like that. But you started off in the provinces and stuff like that. And you start with the peasants. If and you the didn't get slaughtered in the pe- yeah, if you yeah, it's exactly yeah. if you actually if you actually lived <laughs> if you actually lived through your set, you were considered funny, and then oh. you move forward. I think that's what it was. Wow, that's my theory. Don't quote it. Justin Glockler, the the comedy promoter, right here. Um, Oh, oh, we're doing a round up here. Meeting. This is good. If you want to spy, yeah. You're gonna open this up, okay? All right. Uh, Nicole, you got six. Craig, eight. You got yeah, eight's fine. Okay. Eight's fine. Seven and okay. eight. Uh, Matthias, you got six. Uh, Rachel. <laughs> We're listening to the comedy machine right now. This is the, 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 the process of it right beforehand. The gears, he's, the cog wheels. He's telling how people will the order and how many minutes they get. Mm-hmm. And we're we're holding obviously Jamie Kennedy showing up, so he gets he gets the uh, good game. Cool. We get the scraps. Uh, Gabby, you got eight as well after Rachel. Christine, she's got eight. I have no idea where the hell she is. Um, and then we have. Mike got eight. He's not even here, but he knows. And then Rachel, you got eight as well. And then Jamie comes up. Cool. I'm gonna it's like the Avengers. Right Avengers assemble. <laughs> Comedians assemble. Exactly. Ooh, now that would actually be a wonderful superhero film. If they just bring together all these comedians who have really wonderful strengths and they pull off a great heist, they, I, I like what I mean. they, they laugh the bank. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's the order? Oh, you're on the podcast, by the way. Yeah. All of you, collectively. Oh, good shit, man. Yeah. Wild. I'm getting the gears. I'm getting the gears of the car. Yeah, I got chicken happening. scratch going on over here, but yeah. Good, good. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you could see this, there's chicken scratch on the paper. Uh, I'm going to start this. Fucking now. Oh, what's, cool. what's the order? See that? See, this is the stuff, ladies and gentlemen, you don't get a chance to hear when you go to a comedy show. You don't hear that stuff. That in itself was part of the show. <laughs> that was, believe me, that was funnier than a lot of what's going to happen. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's going to be a hell of a show. Hell of a show. Hell of a show. Now, wouldn't that be great if someone, if you were like, uh, that's going to be one hell of a show, and little did we realize you hired, like, 
20 people dressed like Satan to, to come in swooping in at the end and like yeah! start dancing yeah, I, around I, and I, fire people dressed as fire I could make that happen <laughs> I'm sure I can make that happen $50 and a free meal yeah. uh, post on Craigslist oh yeah you have 20 people there yeah all looking for a sad card mm-hmm mm-hmm so kill, killing, uh, you killed it, they killed you. It's very violent. I don't, and I don't like that. I wish it were nicer. I wish it would be like, hey, you got a nice jab or oh, something. Yeah. Or that was a good handshake or, mm. or something. I don't well, it's Man, you really cuddled. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I you hugged really that audience. That. I hugged that audience. Oh, God. Oh, that's the good. You, the way you embraced them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you can say... Ooh. The way you shook hands with that audience. Collectively. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something I nice. really shook hands with that audience. Nicer. Yeah. And then when you don't do well, you could be like, um... Uh, geez, what would be a good one? They didn't accept my hug, or they didn't, uh... Maybe they... They, yeah, they rejected my advances. They, <laughs> they gave me the cheek. They gave yeah. me the cheek. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Sounds like the... Okay, I should probably stop now because yeah. no one likes their right, material gonna, recorded, right? Record. You can record me. You can record something. Okay. I just want to bring everybody all up on the same stage right now. We can still fucking like, we are the world. <laughs> <laughs> we just get down. But that's not what comedy's all about, or is it? But we just do it to like a Marilyn Manson backtrack. That's what comedy's really all about. So I want to introduce myself to you all. My name is Justin Glockler. I've been, uh, thank you, kind of. Just, I wanted to say that just in case you forgot. Yeah, Google it. Tattoo it on your arm. Write it down. Write it down again. So, ooh, heckling. No, that's cool. We're partying. This is a fucking, this is meant to, we're having a good time. We can interact with each other. I'm here, you're there. We're sharing this moment together. That's what it is. This is what it's all about. Yeah. Gotta get Fucking change America. You know what I'm saying? One moment, one period of time that we're all sharing together. So, me, let me say a little bit about myself before I bring all these fantastic comments up that these are all people that I've met, you know, intertwined with. I call this show Los Angeles Traffic, LA Traffic for a reason, because it's all people that I've met in the traffic of just being people. Not like to, not being in traffic and like, hey, you're a comedian, Sorry. I'm a comedian too, let's hang out, let's fucking... Do a show together. No, it's not like that. I mean, that's probably possible because so many people do everything out here. I don't even ask people what they do out here. Everybody's just like actor, rapper, musician, DJ, fucking cut, cut, cut. What? I just, I, you know, like, I don't care what anybody is out here. I just want to be friends with everybody. You know? Immersing yourself in like doing stand-up comedy, you start to realize a lot of things about yourself. And I've started to realize that, first of all, I'm an introverted attention whore. Yeah. So that's like two contradicting things at the same time. I can do this shit in front of like six million people and not give a fuck. But I also don't like to hang out with anybody. It's weird. It's really weird. 
say it all, I'm coming to the conclusion that I might have a drinking problem. Or a solution to all of my problems. I don't know. Depends on how you want to put it, you know? See, I, was having this conversation with, I was having this conversation with my uncle, and he was like, you only like to do stand-up because you get to drink. I was like, hold up, that's only hat you, okay? <laughs> It's not my fault that every club that I perform at, they all have fucking bars. That's just convenience for me. <laughs> and back to that, I come from a long lineage of alcoholics. Hold on. Back that up a little bit more. I come from a long lineage of fucking drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so being sober is like, ang it's not ingrained in my genetics, you know. So being sober for me is like really, really, really weird. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, being predominantly right-handed and jacking off my left hand. <laughs> like, I can do it, but I can't do it, but I can do it, but I can't do it, but I can do it, but I can't do it, but I have, I have no idea who the fuck I am anymore sometimes. <laughs> and a couple years ago, I got a DUI. Why? Because, I don't know, I feel like sometimes I drive better when I'm wasted than most people in Los Angeles do when they're sober. But unfortunately, the Los Angeles Police Department and I do not share the same enthusiasm. <laughs> so, there I was, right, going through this DUI checkpoint. I didn't even get to wear the fucking DUI, right? Be blasting through a school zone, going 75, rolling a blunt with my pants off, and fucking going in reverse, 75 in reverse, <laughs> with the lights off. I didn't even get to wear it. No, I got to fucking pull to a cop, and the cop fucking comes up to my window. He signaled me to roll down my window. I got electronic windows, right? Because I ain't no bitch. That's, right, because that's a dog. Not only is that a dog, that's a girl dog. And I ain't fucking either one of those things. <laughs> so I roll down my window. He comes up to the car and he's like, excuse me, sir, have you been drinking tonight? So I look at the guy, make eye contact with the guy. He's looking at me. I'm looking back at him. We're pretty much looking at each other. And he's like, uh, you know what I said to the guy? I said to the guy, no, sir. And he didn't fucking believe me. So he made me get out of the car, do a sobriety test, and uh, I thought like I did pretty good on it. I thought like I got an A or a B on it for alcohol. <laughs> but no, he gave me a D for drunk and an F, but you're fucking fucked up, you fucking fuck. Slaps <laughs> <laughs> handcuffs on me, tossed me in the back of the squad car, took me downtown to where I did hard time. Uh, All eight hours of it. <laughs> just trying to say that I'm a cold-blooded criminal now. <laughs> but now we gotta own it. Gotta get, gotta get that tattoo, you know? But I gotta, gotta get like a really interesting tattoo. Thinking about getting a tattoo like on my face. On my face! <laughs> but it'll be me though when I was like three years old. That way I just like age really dope and shit, you know? <laughs> or I was thinking about getting like my dick tattooed into a hundred dollar bill. That way, when I get rich and famous for doing this stupid shit, I can go to the whorehouses, whip my dick out, and say, Hello, ladies, what's what do you want to blow a hundred bucks? <laughs> but unfortunately, I'm going to be so coked up in my mind with my eyes bloodshot red, looking like a baboon to ass that uh, this piece is going to be looking extremely classic because all the blood in my body is going to be going to my heart trying to keep me alive. So this is going to be looking like a, uh, looking like a girl with a $100 bill. So pull out of some rich dude's pocket, oh, clean that shirt. With a sidearm, you know? Now, speaking of strippers, my, uh, my brother got married last year. Give it up to him, the old ball and chain, right? 
And uh, one thing I just, we went down to Vegas and we fucking binged out on like drinking and cocaine and fucking strip clubs. And one thing I could just never really wrap my head around walking through the strip clubs, coked out and drunk as shit, is why do all of the announcers at the strip clubs sound exactly like the guy that's trying to sell like children's toys?
I probably should explain that better. Uh, there's like uh, uh, machismo and, and that kind of thing. Uh, uh, the, the scotch and cigars and hey, let's go to the casino and yeah, strip club and all that crap. I don't really do that. I've never been able to do that. I'm very uh, non-alpha and I apologize for that. What really bothers me though is uh, the revving of the engine. I don't understand that the revving of the motorcycle or the engine, especially on a red light. I don't fucking get it. It hurts my ears. I'm very tender. I don't hear the fucking engine. All I hear is the insecurity. Viagra. Sometimes HGH hormone therapy. I once put a needle into my side of my cock to get a card for a 28-year-old prostitute. I lost my hair after a Pearl Jam concert. I took Julie Hines to 
fucking Pearl Jam comes and she's like, I'm more of a Temple of the Dog kind of girl. I'm like, what the fuck? What am I doing? I walk up the next morning with my hair gone, gone. So long, sex in the 90s. <laughs> Made sure I watched every episode of Friends, though. Yeah. <laughs> Great life choices, that's what I did. <laughs> Thank you. Please give me five stars. Keep going with pranks, baby. Get it flooded. That's great.
don't recognize the other guy? I was at the airport, the USA <laughs> lady took my license, and I grabbed it, and she's like, <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Jamie, get it out, Oh, I was a liar, your ass back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> It's not dust. I appreciate you laughing at that. You can't do certain characters now. People call you all fucking weird names. I grew up watching a lot of Angela Bassett movies. That's why I feel like a black woman. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett's a great actress, but she's also very dramatic. You ever watch her in any little scene in the movie? It's like, hey, man, can you pass the salt? Well, I tell you about the goddamn salt. <laughs> 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 Boy, your blood pressure doing it round! How'd you bounce on that one, boo? Whatever. <laughs> 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 oh, great granddaddy had a mouth. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to do every race, color, creed. That's what comedy is. You guys are cool. Fucking white people did that shit in New York. They're like, eh, I'm doing That's where comedy is right now. Fucking. If you don't have some black people in the audience to approve it, white people are like, ha 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 ha. Did I get the black stamp of approval? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I know, I appreciate when people recognize me because I never know my level of fame, you know what I mean? <laughs> fame is like a safari. You see somebody out there really famous, it's like seeing like a wild animal. You don't want to Whisper fame. <laughs> people see me, I'm more like a pigeon. <laughs> I have yelled directly at my face type of fame. People, people have no problems ruining my day. They always come up to me. They're always like, yo, yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> 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 yo, Jenny Kennedy, yo. Hey, what are you in Olive Garden, dude? You broke her. And they always ask me, what are you working on now? What's your next project? My next project is the bottomless pasta bowl, bitch. 
Right? I did that joke and received it. People like, what's wrong with Olive Garden? <laughs> <laughs> I did that joke in Victorville, and they go, we have an Olive Garden? <laughs> 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 I'm loving this so far. I'm going to show you outfit. I'm giving this five stars. The outfit. I, um... That was weird. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not married yet. Uh, people think it's weird. Because I just turned 40. Whoop. Six. <laughs> 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 and I did this like three times. I got three smart women to like just just ruin me. Because <laughs> that's what society said. You can't just go with strippers and big boob dumb dums. <laughs> the girl's got a wet ass and thinks about stuff. <laughs> so I did that and and. After, like, I started thinking about it, like, after all of my research, like, <laughs> like, just because someone was really strong and opinionated doesn't mean they're smart. It just could mean that they're really loud and annoying. Oh. <laughs> is that an O oh or is that a funny? Is that a yeah. Is that a so true? Is that a scared to laugh more? <laughs> <laughs> We could hear your cop and flow. <laughs> See, but I have my own issues with women. I grew up with five sisters and a mother. 
Okay, with my brother and my mom. I mean, my brother, me, and my dad. And we were like, fuck. My mom was like an Irish immigrant, you know? She had me when she was 46 years old. And that might explain some of the mild. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> my mom is an Irish immigrant. She had two miscarriages before me. But some people call me the third. My mom, you know how women today are like so super serious with their babies, you know, they're like, I'm just gonna eat kale, get away from me, I just bought a bottle of organic air. <laughs> Stay away from me when I first try it. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was 46 years old, Irish immigrant. She drank gin and she smoked palm oil. Those are the ones without the filters, okay? She, was, she didn't put that shit down for the whole fucking term. And I was late. I did like a 10 month bid. My first words when I came out were. <laughs> like that's how much smoke she drank gin <laughs> beef eater gin she was an Irish immigrant when she was pregnant she didn't even know it I just popped out and I was like oh Christ <laughs> what the hell is that <laughs> that's another goddamn mouth to feed is what that is <laughs> Jesus Christ Priscilla, pick that up. Give it a go, time potato. <laughs> Christ, I didn't even know I was fucking pregnant. <laughs> How long can these things stick? I'm 46. <laughs> I used to, I didn't grow up poor, but I grew up with powdered milk. <laughs> Do you guys ever drink milk from a box? <laughs> Here's your goddamn milk! <laughs> Are you doing the laundry? Why is this all powdery? <laughs> Add water, goddammit! It's milk in a box! <laughs> I asked my mom, I said, Mom, did you ever plan any of your children? She goes, we took what the good Lord gave us and we gave them shoes. <laughs> we gave them shoes. <laughs> I remember my mom used to have these dinner parties with all these old bags. <laughs> you don't even know this shit about me, but like, <coughs> like I didn't even realize how I started. I started as nine years old. Can you believe that shit? I was like, you got nice fingers. Get out there and learn some magic. <laughs> Get out, princess. You made me be a fucking magician. Stop put me in this dumb suit. And I'm like, watch the ball. Watch the ball. And, uh, and I would fuck up a trick. And then she, she had this friend named Margaret. She goes, ah, Margaret. I don't want them. You want them? Take them. <laughs> Can't even remember where the ball is. Good. Good. I mean, I grew up with a roof on my head. Right? I grew up with all women in my life. But, like, women that will, like, just tell you, shut the fuck up. 
I don't know why I've just turned into a therapy session. <laughs> I feel like you can try new stuff in a parking lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can work out this stuff in a, in a behind the... <laughs> But I had, anyway, this tough girlfriend. She was very tough. And she was tough, and I used to call her the chainsaw. <laughs> she would come at me, man. She'd be like, <laughs> Take out the trash! <laughs> Did you go to Jersey Mike's? <laughs> you didn't have to do that. You were with your girlfriend. <laughs> 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 but, no, it's. I think uh, technology has ruined romance, right? Like if a guy starts dating a girl right now, one of the first things a guy does is he sends a girl a dick pic. <laughs> Guys are out there sending a fucking dozen fresh dicks. <laughs> like they're the new roses. <laughs> you think women like this? You think women go, oh my god, this is so nice. It's a shame in that long stem. <laughs> I don't send dick pics like, well, I don't understand guys who send dick pics during the day. <laughs> like, just let the poor woman eat her salad in peace. <laughs> and she's in her little cubicle, minding her own business, sitting there. Hey, what do you have, girl? Oh, I have a little kale, little crap. Hold on, Tommy said. <laughs> 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 Dicks are nocturnal,
Um, here's what I say, that women are, you know, you're victims of this. Like, I think guys were so desperate to show you your junk, they did it before the phone. I think they probably sent dick telegrams. Right? The guys are talking Morse choke. Doesn't hit the back, but it messes the sides up. Tommy Turner. Bobby Beer. Chicken is sick. But, um. Chicken is sick. But, like, I think a guy was like, hey, sir, we're getting a telegram. What does it say? <laughs> and then when I 
got crazier, right? It got like more crazy. Be like, yeah, man, I hooked up with that girl last night. I straight killed her pussy. <laughs> Murdered this. And now we're talking about a felony. From <laughs> a vagina. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it bled over, and like rappers weren't the only guys being mean to women's pussies. Yeah. <laughs> no, then frat guys started doing it, right? Frat guys like, yo, dude, I hooked up with that girl Charlene last night. I freaking crushed her pussy, bro. That's the balls for that. I blew her pussy to smithereens. <laughs> Are we talking about a vagina or a building that's <laughs> I crushed pussy. <laughs> <laughs> White guys shouldn't be doing that. They should be like, I slightly injured it. <laughs> <laughs> I give that pussy a stop job. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, weird. Like, no wonder why women are like always holding back pussy. <laughs> Men are always trying to beat it up. <laughs> you just can't have nice things. <laughs> when I was young, now that I'm getting older, I realized you gotta be nice to the pussy. <laughs> you gotta pet it. <laughs> you gotta leave a little saucer of Merlot out for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that one thing I would say, that would never happen if women did that. A lot of stuff we can do to get men and women together. Women, you just got to do it back. Like, if women did that, guys, you see how stupid they are. Imagine if women did that. Oh, my God, Stacey, I hooked up with that guy last night. I freaking squished his shit. <laughs> I bludgeoned his balls. <laughs> I flattened his back. <laughs> I punished his prostate. <laughs> I terrorized his teeth. <laughs> 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 it's not. It's just sex. I'm waiting for sex to be streaming. I, like, I want my sex like I want my movies. In my living room and on demand. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> Just don't call her when she's on her YouTube red. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Think this guy gets <laughs> 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 Is that the light? Did I get the light? Yep. Bro, we're in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Can I do one more? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Look, I don't even know what time it is. I got another show. I don't even care now. What time is it? Thank you, Terry. <laughs> <laughs>
joke like a hundred times. <laughs> Women, your money. Your money. You're going to be on money. Women, you're going to be on the $10 bill. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> see how it's not, See, everyone's mad. How do women want to be on the 100 Come on, you can't put a woman on a 100 You can't trust a woman with all that cash. <laughs> you can make some frivolous purchases. <laughs> not a lot of bad <laughs> You don't want to put a woman on the two. No woman wants to be a two. <laughs> this is like the big foot of money, right? No one ever sees it. <laughs> no one wants to be on a one, right? They get passed around, they're dirty. They're like the whore of money. <laughs> I think women should be on the 50. Because they're always taking half our shit. <laughs> <laughs> But I know that we, uh, I don't have a dog in this, this fight, you know, I don't understand it. I mean, I do understand it. I, that was bad to say that. I mean, I don't, I don't have a say in it. That's what I meant to say. Right? But, but they picked on the bill, they had, uh, they had, they picked Harriet Tubman, right? That's a good pick, right? She's done a lot in life. She freed the slaves. It was an intense pick, you know. It's okay, you can clap. You can tell her. Harry Tubman was like serious. Like I just, that's a serious pick. Like you know, I mean, it's a good pick. I just, I don't know if I would have went Tubman. You know what I mean? I don't know her that well. I would have went. I think we should went with Aunt Jemima. <laughs> <laughs> stay with me on this one. Everybody knows Jemima, right? She's in all our lives. She makes you feel so good. You love Jemima. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Jemima comes in the most. <laughs> She's so sweet, happy. I dare you to get mad. You can't get mad when you see that bottle, right? Some girl from my mom. Take it half your shit. Pancakes. Thank you, Jemima. The joke's funny. Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> 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 Jamie's still playing. 
crazy how good he is. So Gustavo, what what band are you in? Where can people oh. find your stuff? You, he, he, he was the guy who phoned in on the radio when I was when I was in. Oh my God, yeah, that's fantastic! While we were talking about all the great cosmic stuff, he was yeah, telling me that yeah, yeah, yeah we got to get you in that. We we got to get him yeah, in, yeah, in, no, in there. This is it. You're <laughs> oh yeah, he's on finally. Yeah. Uh, so tell uh, it was the mind so what, what what band are you in? Oh. Um, I'm currently in a band called Black Box. It's it's just you know uh, it's just a bunch of guys that we get together and we just jam. We play a few uh, originals. It's mainly just a hobby. Uh, Have you recorded stuff? Yeah, I've recorded people, with other bands. Where can people hear your any any of your stuff? Uh, on uh, <laughs> on on YouTube, I guess. My my video is Dr Cerebro. That, that, that's my. How do you spell that? How do you spell that? D R C E R E B R O. And, and that's, that, that's YouTube too. Yeah, that's my YouTube channel. You can see some of the stuff I recorded there. Some of my Very gigs. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get you into the into the into K Chung sometime. Gustavo's the type of guy who who will build his own amplifier in a day and then and then do it and then play through it. You know Hold what on. I mean? Do you like so do you know how to make uh, effects pedals? No, well, um, I, I work with uh, a lot of uh, sound equipment, uh, especially with uh, translation, translation, and. Uh, um, Interpretation, you know, everything that's required to broadcast um, a live and simultaneous translation to an audience. That's what Craig and I do. Okay, now I'm making that mental connection. He was t- okay. So you were talking about how you you will walk like someone will be up on stage. Yeah. And you guys are blasting the the translation into the ears. Yeah, of all the people that need a, uh, an, an interpretation to another language. And you can you can do that live while it's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, we do that live. That's incredible. What's the name of? You? Do you have a company name? Well, we work for American Language Services in Santa Monica. Film the Vegas stars. Film the Vegas stars. Yeah, we we have a, a upcoming gig. No, that last. Oh, last. The Williams Sound guy. We're trying to write a a short sketch on our experiences uh, involving uh, doing sound. For, we're going to film a skid, and we we're going to. A, we had to do a room for ten thousand, like ten thousand people. And we had. Oh, you should explain that. It's hard to explain. Uh, we had to set up a room so that it was uh, a, a, a hot spot, right? So you're you're building uh, a whole server to service a room of, and it was for ten thousand people at the Amazon uh, location at the Amazon uh, convention uh, last summer, and so from scratch he had to figure out how to uh, create a server that would uh, blast a signal. To, to the entire arena. However, we were using Williams equipment. We should, probably shouldn't say Williams. Ah, fuck it. Uh, we, were saying, we were using Williams equipment. We had just bought it. And they said, okay, don't worry. We'll bring two guys in to act as advisors. And that if it, something goes wrong, God forbid, nothing will go wrong. But if something goes wrong, they'll take care of it. Well, we get there and we set up. It takes us two days to set everything up and everything like that. And by day two, we realized these piles of shit. Uh, Williams, these, no, the, the, these, this, the equipment is is either troubled or the, or we can't figure out the, the problem. Oh, geez. So the two advisors come in and can't do anything. Gustavo, like, takes it all apart, says, just go away. Just go to the cafeteria and, and I'll take care of it. Right? So he... he I'm, I'm in another building trying to work other shit. He does it all on his own. He rebuilds the whole server, essentially. What? 
and, and figures it out, figures out a workaround, him and Dale. And then, so it's all plugged in, right, as we're ready to go. The, the Williams advisor guy comes in, right, this is, and this is America at its finest. The Williams advisor guy comes in at the last very second, looks over to the supervisor, who's the on-set on supervisor for the MGM Grand. So, you know, is it working? Is it working? So, Tim, I fixed it! I fixed it, Tim! No. And that's the joke, and that's the punchline that we're using for, yeah. yeah. So you guy just steps in. I'm trying to do a visual for an audio audio, but you guy just steps in. He's like, I fixed it! Ah, yeah. you know, like that. Fix credit. Yeah, fix credit for the whole thing. For the whole thing. And, uh, and we just, <laughs> that's our job, though. We just, we just sit back and, and just you know. making, doing stuff and others taking yeah. credit for it. Yeah, yeah. kind of. That's the gig. Yeah, the, the higher, that, higher yeah, the that's, that's yeah, the, the, gig. The, the more you the get paid, gig. the more the more you credit take. The more you're, you're kind of invisible, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah it, you just yeah. You can't say anything. I probably shouldn't even say names <laughs> on this stuff. Well, Maybe edit out the. Well, board. see, you didn't get paid for any of this, and you got all the credit. Yeah. See how that worked? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Are we? Are we done? Or what are we doing? Well, I don't know. It looks like. Yeah. I mean, this people is are cleaning up. No, this is cleaned up. <laughs> uh, I have to edit wedding videos. Oh yeah. right, 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 right. Oh god, Mazel tov. So I have to dive in into that. That's a gig. I was doing that. I was doing wedding videos and all that crap. I gave up. I just did postcards. You didn't like watching people get married all day. Fuck love. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. This is like a punk rock band, doesn't it? Punk rock banding. Yeah. Fuck love. There should be a band called Fuck Love. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you for coming out. Uh, Jenny, thank you for coming out. Thank you for yeah. uh, having a ha-ha experience uh, with comedy and whatnot. And we did share a lot of ha-has, by the way. <laughs> I, I'm sure you did. You guys, it sounds like you enjoyed yourself and had a good time. So Most of them were yours. Oh, thank you. God bless. God bless. <laughs> well, I thought and the others for Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie. Was, Jamie Kennedy is just fantastic. So, I, but it was, I thought it was a strong night. I thought everyone did well. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. On the patio, it's not easy because you know the airplanes and stuff like that, and everyone really steps up. What adds to the charm? You always have something to comment on. <laughs> you know what? It really, it, you really do. You have to be ready for microphone failure. That happened the other night. Microphone totally went out. Callahan, you just met him earlier. He did a whole. He had a ten-minute set. Five minutes of it was pure mime, just because the mic went out. Genius. Ooh. I've never seen anything like it. Ooh. Never seen anything like it. And you're, yeah, those happy accidents, they spawn. Happy accident. You exactly. never know what's going to happen out of there. Exactly. So, and uh, Jamie Kennedy as a headliner tonight was fantastic. So, uh, fantastic night. Appreciate appreciate you guys coming out. And once again, where, where can people find your in Instagram? Who knows? No, I'm at C Spivik uh, on Instagram, C S P I V E K. Uh, I'm also, my anchor podcast is alongside yours. So, I think you. I think they can get to mine through yours. I have no idea how to explain it. It's called the Craig Cast. So I'm trying to put those together. If you, have you been making them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently you haven't been I listening. No, I heard no, one. I, did, I, did. I heard one, but the rest were not brought. I that. didn't know the... Yeah, uh, it's a weird... I will I listen know. to them. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I know they exist. I don't know. I don't know about this interface, but it. it <laughs> uh, we'll talk off mic about the Anchor podcast experience. But yes, uh, look for my Craig Cast through Inspirato Projecto because I believe you're... And you call it uh, Craig Pool. No, I, I changed it. I changed oh, you it. changed it? I changed it to the Craig Cast. Oh, I like it. Yeah. So. That's good. Oh, it's going to The Craig Cast. The Craig Cast. You're, you're listening to the Craig Cast. So check it out uh, through Inspirato Projecto. And if you can, <laughs> see uh, Yachtly Crew live because they're a hell of a band. Yachtly Crew. Yachtly Crew, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.
we'll talk to you more later. Jenny wants to go home. Yeah. the kitchen. This used to be a dance floor right in the middle. Oh, wow. And there was all mirror there. I put an actual real brick wall there. So you it's you a, uh, helped construct, you basically construct this. Place, yeah. the, mind. the mind. The mastermind. Incredible. <laughs> this is great. And then I how work, long? You know what? I work with what I have. I make something of what I, you know, why am I telling him all this? <laughs> how, how long has this, uh, this particular Venue, location been here? Uh, three years, but I own it for five and a half years now. How do you, so how do you find your comedians? Uh, the comedians, uh, they find us, mm. you know, and then they recommend the comedians to, you know, perform here. And uh, we do open mics, and I don't even know how we got our open mics. We're doing like 40, 50 open mics yep. every day. Wow. Wow. Every day? This is every the day. place to open mic because we, this is the training We were ground. the only, Seven Chris D'Elia started his career at my old place, yeah. and he was there every day. I opened Incredible. Mic. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. Chris D'Elia, Brett Moran, BJ Novak, Dana Wayne Jr., Brandon T. Jackson. A lot of guys have started here. Oh, that's great. My wife's uh, comedians tell us, we are somebody, we don't even know it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We are like very down to earth. We just come every day. and I love what I'm doing, basically. That's great. That's People great. ask me how long I've been in business, 30 years. Every day I come in as if it's first day in business. <laughs> every day I open the door. As it's like when you buy a new car, first time you're taking care of it. Yeah. That has to be the spirit at all times, yeah. not just when you buy it at first. What am I talking to? Who are some of your favorite? Uh, <laughs> who are some of your favorite comedians uh, growing up that inspired you? I mean, there must have been something that inspired you to o open uh, up a comedy club. Actually, huh? Good question. The what? I said good question. Let's hear. It. <laughs> I was not a. I was not a comedy club at first. Mm. I opened up a Mexican restaurant in 1988. It was in the smorgasbord at the old place I had. And the place was a lot of fun. I turned the Mex uh, to Mexican smorgasbord. When I first got it, it was a Scandinavian Swedish smorgasbord. And it was a hit. Elmer Deals, Larry Lipson, it was used to write us up in Daily News, New York Times, LA Times. And the place was a lot of fun because I used to sing eight different languages, karaoke. I oh, cool. Karaoke. And it was a lot of fun. And I was always fascinated with Hollywood. I had posters everywhere, Bridget Bardot, if all the Elvises, and I even have some of the memorabilia in my green room and all over. And the place was so much fun. And I told one day my wife in the 90s when uh, cafes were opening up, Eclectic Cafe opened. And I said, if this is a fun place, no one's going to know driving up the street. They read the name ha uh, Hola Amigos. Amigos, they're going to refer it to beans and rice. Mm. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. No, but when you come in, it was like, I looked like Ed DeBevix. It was interest points everywhere. Mm. History of Hollywood. I had the whole place because I love Hollywood, you know. And then uh, I said, if it's a fun place, I want to call it. It was always a laughter. Like I used to sing Mexican songs. I used to do them. I imitate the Mexicans how they used to sing. And I'm not Mexican. I speak the language fluently. And uh, when I see people judging me, like this, I'm doing a certain song, this goes a certain way, I used to tell them, well, something like this. <laughs> you know, I make it fun. It was a lot of fun. There's always laughter. I said, if I'm a fun place, I'm going to call it Ha Ha Cafe. I wanted something with cafe. 
Then I realized it's the initial of my kid's name, my son and my daughter, H-A, I'm Asadorian, you know, H, my daughter, Harip, and my son, Hagop, you know, it was just Jack in English. Brilliant. Oh, my God, I didn't know that. Yeah. Brilliant. So as soon as I called it Ha Ha Cafe, continuing smorgasbord and the karaoke nights, and I was the host, and I, I would say, you know, people would be dancing. I'd be dancing with people, and I'm just change, change, change. I change the people. <laughs> you know, I move. Every, I, I just make sure everybody's getting along. You know what I mean? It created yeah. a lot of atmosphere. And as soon as I called it Ha Ha Cafe, two comedians walked in, Buddy Lewis and Kim Whitley. And my, the, the logo, I made it the Mexican mustache guy. I kick it out. <laughs> I put the Hollywood stars, the star. Like, the inside is all stars. And the star sign, two stars like back to back like this, and then it said Ha Ha Cafe. There was no logo. That's I created that later. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's a good. Guy. It's a great logo. I like how the eyes are in the A's. That's cool. You know. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. And that's then basically, cool. Uh, that's I said. Are you guys at a comedy club? I said no, we're not. You know. Oh, we're comedians. We're looking for a night. We want a, a venue. We want to do a night of comedy. I gave them Wednesday nights, Buddy and Kim. And then once I gave them Wednesday night, first Wednesday night, Eddie Murphy shows up. Oh, my God. Wow. I had a, an area, elevated area, where there was a railing where karaoke dancing used to go, and then people would be dancing. I didn't want them to fall down. So the first time they did the comedy was in front of the railing, and this guy, Scruncho, he goes, I feel like I'm in court, you know, with the railing in the front. Mm -hmm. And I realized I fixed the place by listening to comedians, what they're saying, what they're observing. Oh, that doesn't belong there. And I said to myself, I made fun of it, right? That same night, it was once every week on Wednesday, I picked it up. I didn't wait till next Wednesday. Say after the show, I tear that railing in the front, so I made the stage. <laughs> the wow. stage was already there, but it was a dance floor. You know what I mean? As, as things were being said, I was fixing it. There's comedians. Andrew Dice Clay has a bit about me. I used to say, I come in, the stage over next week, the stage is over there. I change the stage. And he does it himself. You know? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you know, and then Mike Marino, uh, another comedian, he's a wallet. I used to put the pictures of big stars that come in, and, and I want to put it up right away. I, don't want, I have sense of urgency. I don't wait till the next time. And it doesn't, for me, it doesn't matter when I end. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I go, go. And then the show is on, and I'm going to put a picture, and I have a hammer, not a drill, nothing. I put the nail, and I want to pop. And they go, pop, I wait. And I'm hammering the wall. I'm putting pictures while, you know, like I'm fixing things, doing stuff while the comedians are on stage, and they're noticing it, but I'm still keeping it cool, waiting in between <laughs> one hit. One I didn't want to wait until the show was over. That's how crazy I was. So it was morphing, but like simultaneously. Yeah, I built it. I built it as I went, as I went, you know. And, uh, wow. And this is, uh, and then, uh, and the comedians start coming. I had, I, it was a restaurant, and I had a comedian uh, that built my bar. He was a carpenter. He actually, I bought the material. They put the labor. They put the stage. The comedians build my business. You understand? And that, That's I have incredible. A I'm going to send you my biography, my 60th birthday. Sure. Okay. And my wife, I my, my turned 60 last year. I'm 61 now. 
And uh, they made a biography about how I did, how, and I talk about all this, you know. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, yeah. And I don't deny this. Without comics, we're, we're nobody. We'll be like another smorgasbord. So it was through all their suggestions it's that all you suggested, and I'm made all the little changes. Yeah, I, I listen, and I just, uh, like, this painting is done by a comedian. Oh, that's great. All that painting right there is done by a comedian. Fantastic. The paintings, you see the, the stars in the front, done by painting, you know, the... What, am I talking too much? Well, like all the comedians that are out there, all the faces, those yeah, were done by other comedians? Yeah. Give him your, what's your, he, he's got a tagline. Give him your tagline. Huh? Why, why am I telling you? Why am I even here? No, why, <laughs> am, I, why am I telling you Why this? am I telling you this? Yeah. yeah. Why am I, that's his line. Why am I telling you this? Why am I telling you this? There's un, sometimes unsolicited information. I right? go, they need to ask me all this. Why am I telling you I stopped talking, you know? One time a comedian talking to another comic, and I hear him, happy that having a good conversation. And I turn around five minutes later, the same comic is talking. Maybe he asked them a good question, I'm thinking. So <laughs> ten minutes later, he's still talking. I said, this is not normal. So I come up and I say to the comic, what was your original question? <laughs> 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 right. And I realized my dad, my family, the comedy is in our blood. We, I make comedians laugh, right and left. Sean Kerrigan is my best customer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Sean's mean, great. You know Sean, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he went to Spain. He just came back from Spain. He showed me, oh, this is built in 1300. And, and I'm looking at him. Well, it's been painted a couple of times. I said, <laughs> yeah. He, where was I? What was he thinking? He's trying to show me the ancients. You know, like, <laughs> they look so modern. <laughs> But, but the funny runs in our family. My dad was one of the funniest men. He always had a different way to explain himself. You know, like uh, he didn't speak the language he, when he came. I'm from Lebanon. And then he knew who was funny. I used to tell him, he used to come with me every day to the club. And I said, can you tell me if this guy's funny? You know, he don't even speak the language. He said, I don't have to understand. Just temperature of the room, mm -hmm. people are laughing, having a good time. You know he's doing a good time. One time I'm speaking to a comedian. And as I'm talking to the comic, he heard me saying the, the word I use, you know. I kept saying to the guy, you know, you know, you know. Every other word was, you know, you know. And then he, he picked on that word. He came right by us as I'm talking. He goes to me in Lebanese. He says, don't forget to say the you know. Ah, he had it so many times. I start laughing. He set it up. He turned around. He punched it back. He told the guy, you know. <laughs> we That's were like great. all three of us in the, in the whole club. Mm -hmm. And then months later, I took him back, right? And uh, they asked him, how is America and everything? You know, oh, yeah, great. America's beautiful country, food, people, everything's so good. Every other word is, you know, he looked at me. <laughs> he called it back months later. Oh, that's great. Now, yeah, my dad, like he, like the thing when he'd go like this. Yeah. He never understood this. You know, he shakes. He's an old man. Yeah. He shakes like this, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then when I told him, well, this is the how they shake bumps. here. Right. And then you know what he did to them when he found out that was their handshake? Oh, he goes like he this. He goes, contact. <laughs> <laughs> he used the word. The word. He's That's great. What he contact. Was, contact. <laughs> That's, great. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That could actually be the new version of it, right? With yeah. the, and then the fist bump. And then the comics, like Amir K. You know, Amir Chim? K. Oh, he's very famous he's now. A, he started at my place, you know? And then he said, Jack, put your dad's picture over there. I have my dad's painting over there. It's oh, cool. Bike. You know who did that one? 
Yeah, Lissy no. Smith did that. Oh my God! The one that does the open sure, mic yeah. on her Wednesday open mic. She Absolutely. does. She looked like a model. You yes, know what I mean? She has talent. I use people's talent, you know, and I in return, you know, it's a give and take. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then <laughs> oh, I didn't forget about you. One second. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Give Hi, me one how second. Are you? Hello. Hi. Last, Do you last, want me last... to let you Yeah. No, that's okay. You're here. Fine. Okay. Um, so then Amir gave me the suggestion of painting my dad's picture oh, nice. there, and yeah. then he said, I'm contact. going to show it to you. This <laughs> is contact. So people that met oh, him, they come great. in, they say, this is contact. Oh, that's great. <laughs> contact. there, and it's painting with this contact, oh, the word contact right there. Oh, that's cool. That little inside joke yeah, that made yeah. it on the wall. He yes. went one time with Fraser Smith. I mm -hmm. told, sent him to, uh, up in the Universal, there was uh, a nightclub, and they're doing a comedy there. Mm -hmm. He said, man, your dad was so much fun. He didn't speak the language, but he understood everything we were saying. We were laughing, having a good time. And then one time, HBO was taping something over there, VH1. And then he's in the crowd. He's doing this, and then he's doing this. <laughs> oh, my God. He's he just blending in. <laughs> Why am I telling you? Why am I telling you? That's right. That's the line. Well, I got to sample that. Why am I telling you? Why am I telling you? This? <laughs> What's your name? Oh, my name's Kurt. Thank you Kurt, so much for letting you, me know about you. this. Right, this is nice so to great you. to hear about the history of this place. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll write in there. I'll be like, why am I, why am I writing this? Why am I telling you this? <laughs> and then the patio is in a new space. We just it's great. We were just out there on the yeah. patio tonight. It was great. It's so great that little that area out there. It's cool because then you can have two shows going on at the yeah, same time, which is brilliant. That's him right there, contact in the corner. Yes. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's fantastic. There it is. Contact. See, when the people that have met him, they just go like this. Contact. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's awesome. Oh, that's brilliant. And I lost him a couple years ago. Oh, man. I'm so yeah, sorry he was to hear that. Man, oh, he's, he's, I love really the fact that he is, his spirit is always here. He's, he's, he's infused he's, into the oh, walls. Just, uh, he knew about comedy. Oh. One day I'm driving uh, my nephew. We're all in the car. And my dad's sitting right next to me. Uh, my nephew in the back said, Uncle, I want to I go to the restroom. You know, can you pull over to go to the, my dad? He goes, is it Pepsi or pizza? <laughs> <laughs> he said that. Number one or number two. That's great. Is it Pepsi or pizza? I, I had to go. I, I walked Pepsi or pizza. I walked into the club. Always there's a different way to explain yourself. Oh, yeah. You knew that. You know a lot about that. 818. It was a pleasure meeting you. I'll be back again. You take care. Have a great night. Okay. Is it Pepsi or pizza? <laughs> I had to go really bad. I walked in. He's up, and I the bathroom was being cleaned. It wasn't ready. I was like, and he looked at me. He's always pizza or Pepsi. <laughs> That's great. And he, he cleaned the room up. Oh, cool. Did he 